Previously on Deviant. I gotta give my family a better life. Well, what about the rest of us two? Am I supposed to be the sheriff now? Why not? So it seems to me you got two choices. You can die a coward, or you can grab that pipe off the ground and start swinging for the fences. If you want something done right, guess you gotta do it yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You missed! Oh, I, uh, I wouldn't say that. Guys? Guys, where's Tartarus? Welcome to Deviant, Episode 6, The Jack. An episode where Dane learns that there's a whole lot more to life than just him. Enjoy. Where did we go now? I don't know, Valcor. What will we do? I don't know, Valcor. But there has to be something we can do. There has to be something that we can... No, Valcor, there's not. An entire planet was just blown off the face of the entire galaxy, alright? Everything we had is gone. And everyone we knew are gone. So just shut the fuck up. (laughs) Always on the cheery side, aren't you, Frank? Wait, Cass. No, I'm, I'm sorry, I... No, Frank, you're right. Everyone is gone. It's my job to forget about it as soon as possible. I... I... I'm gonna go to the brig. Wait a minute, Cassidy. No, you you don't have to... Frank, I do. I really do. Each morning I get up, I die a little. Can barely stand on my feet. Take a look in the mirror and cry Lord, what are you doing to me? I've spent all my years believing you that I just can't get no relief, Lord Somebody Oh, somebody Can anybody find me? Somebody to love That's a nice song Queen, right? Yeah. I used to sing it to Sammy every night before she went to bed. Yeah, I used to get stuck with Dolly Parton when Alyssa would sing me to sleep. Wait, you had an AI singing you to sleep? I mean, yeah, she raised me. It only makes sense that she'd sing me to sleep, right? What about your mom? Oh, I never really met my mom, so I guess Alyssa kind of became my mom at a point. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That doesn't sound like it'd cause any mental issues. What do you mean? I'm doing perfectly fine. I mean, other than the depression, alcoholism, anxiety, oh, the nightmares. Don't forget the hallucinations. Oh, yeah, that just started. But other than that, I'm the picture of perfect mental health. Right. So, what are you doing here, Dane? I just... I I wanted to let you know that everything's gonna be okay. I mean, I know you've got a lot to process right now, but... But I just wanted you to know everything's going to be all right. Dane, not for nothing, but I just lost my wife, my daughter, and my entire fucking planet. This is not a lot to process. That is a literal world-shattering event. I know you think you know what's going on here, but I doubt Dane, born with a silver spoon up his ass, Armstrong, has any idea of what I've gone through. You know I've lost people too, right? My mother, my father, the entire WSM kicked me out. I mean, I trained my entire life to become a space marine, and after only a few months, I get unceremoniously tossed to the side. 
I mean, not for nothing, but you're not the only one whose life is going through an upheaval right now. That was your fucking choice, Dane. You chose to slack off on your missions. You chose to steal this ship, and you chose to hide away in the bathroom while your father's ship was attacked by pirates. And the big difference between you and me is that every single step of the way, you had a choice. You decided to ruin your life. You decided to get kicked out of the WSM, and your father died because you fucked up. My family was just ripped away from me, and I didn't have a single say in any of it. That's been the story of my entire life, working my ass off to build something great and having it ripped away from me. Look, not for nothing, but at least you came out of it alive, right? Asmodeus clearly didn't give a damn about that shithole, and he was looking for any excuse to blow it out of existence. If you were down there, you would have just died with the rest of them. No. No, I could have saved it. I could have saved them. You don't understand, Dane. I was making Tartarus better each and every day I was there. Do you know how quickly you would have died on that planet if I wasn't there? It would have been instant. Before I came to Tartarus, it was an absolute hellscape with no laws and no remorse for anything they did. They were animals, but I saw the truth. I saw them for the good people they were on the inside, and I taught them to embrace that. If I could have just stayed there longer, if I could have just got the balls to stand up and claim my spot as the sheriff, Asmodeus wouldn't come near that planet ever again. I would have protected the weak, sheltered them from tyrants like Asmodeus, and gave a voice to the... To the voiceless. That's the WSM Creed. Where... Where did you hear that from? Dane, there's... There's a lot about me that you don't know... Things that I didn't want you to find out because I never wanted you to realize just how similar we are. What do you mean? A space marine, graduating at the top of their class, becomes disenfranchised with their work, steals a ship, and runs away to a faraway planet known as Tartarus. Sound familiar? Yeah, that's my story. That's how I got here, I know. No, Dane. That's how I got here. About three years before you even made it to the WSM Academy, I was graduating at the top of my class. The first woman to ever hold that honor in the history of the WSM. But you see, that's where our paths diverged, Dane. Because after graduating, you were immediately put into a top secret mission with your father to bring down one of the biggest terrorists in the galaxy. You immediately had access to Captain Alexei of Buzz Aldrin and some of the top names in the WSM. You got to walk around campus like you were real hot shit, and I was offered the job of flight director. Wow, really? That's a high honor, Cass? Becoming the first female flight director? I mean, you control the fleets, where to send us? That's a powerful position in the WSM. Dane, I trained for four years just to sit behind a desk and tell people they're clear for landing. I don't give a damn how prestigious it was. That wasn't what I trained to do. I trained to be a pilot. A fighter, someone that the WSM would trust to send out on the most high-intensity missions, but instead I became a desk jockey. And I stayed there for about six months until I got fed up with it. The pilots would mock me every time I got on the telecom, and no one would give me the respect I deserved. So I decided if I didn't have their respect as a pilot, I would take it. Do you remember the WSM at Destria? Not really. Of course not. Why should I expect you to remember any part of WSM history before you were a part of it? Well, the Adestria was one of the fastest ships in the fleet. So, one day after some jerk-offs asked me to be waiting on them with lingerie and cocktails after landing, 
I threw down my headset and ran down to the hangar, told someone I was checking the Adestria for some routine maintenance, and then flew away. And unlike you, there was no manhunt. There was no epic story on the news. No one gave a damn that I was gone. And that was all I needed to let me know that the WSM was not my home. A few hours later, and I landed on Tartarus. But how did you survive? You said Tartarus was a hellscape back then. As much as I hate to say it, Frank's the one that saved me. It was like everyone on Tartarus swarmed the Adestria at once and started ripping it to shreds. I jumped on top with a few blasters and I tried to fight my way out, but there were just too many of them. It felt like a waiting game, just fighting to survive until someone managed to break through and take me down. They tackled me onto the wing and it felt like my spine broke in half. I had no choice but to lay there, writhing in pain as my ship was torn apart around me. It was only a few minutes until I blacked out from the pain. I woke up a few hours later in Frank's base with the remnants of the Adestria laying in pieces around the hangar. Over the next few months, he got me back up on my feet with a few WSM implants. He offered to help me put the ship back together if I just helped him with a few jobs here and there over the next months. But those months turned into a year and then into more years, and eventually I got stuck there. The only peace I managed to find was with Sammy and Olivia. Your wife? Yeah. I'll be honest. I'd probably have found a faster way off Tartarus if it wasn't for them. They were the only thing I've had that I'd call home in my entire life. Well, just trust me, Cassidy. We'll find you a new home. It's just gonna take I don't want a new home, Dane. Don't you get it? I want my family. I want to sing Samantha to sleep one more time. I want to kiss Liv goodbye one more time. I want them back at least one more time. Life isn't just about constantly replacing the last thing you had with something new. I understand how you can squander opportunities and jump from place to place with no guilt, but I can't do that, Dane. You think I like being the way I am? You think I chose to fuck up my entire life just to end up here floating through the abyss of space with nothing to live for? You think that was my choice? I don't give a damn if you wanted to or not, but it's the choice you made. Dane, you had... Everything I could ever want. You had the opportunity to fly alongside one of the greatest WSM pilots of all time, Brock Armstrong. You had the opportunity to pick the brain of Buzz Aldrin. You have had opportunity after opportunity flung at you with reckless abandon, and you did nothing but shrug those opportunities to the side. Dane, you are the physical embodiment of everything that was wrong about the WSM. A life of privilege that allowed you to forget about everything you stand for. A life that allowed you to shrug away opportunities that people like me scratched and clawed their entire life to get. And what if I never wanted those opportunities in the first place, huh? What if I never wanted to be a WSM pilot? You want to talk about having your life predetermined? Talk about being forced into being something that you're not? Cassidy, I lived my entire fucking life with people telling me what I needed to be. I didn't get to grow up watching cartoons and eating cereal. I grew up with an AI waking me up at 5 a.m. to run five miles and then do weight training. I grew up being screamed at that I'll never be as good as my great-grandfather. I might have had everything that you wanted, but you got to have everything I wanted. But that's, I guess that's just the lot in life we got, right? That's the hand we were dealt and we both chose to fold and walk away. And it led to everything we've ever wanted being ripped away from us. 
because we're damaged goods, Cassidy. Simple as that. We're broken minds. We're fish that spend our entire lives dreaming to fly. But you know what happens when a fish jumps out of that water and tries to fly, huh? It suffocates and dies. Hey, guys. Come to the deck. Justin has... So we could easily sit here and keep trying to fight against what we're destined to be, or we can do what we're supposed to and give in. Because clearly fighting against our destiny hasn't worked. It's led to nothing but a series of increasingly severe moments where we should have done something but decided against it. Kid, you gotta calm down. For instance, I should have obeyed my commanders and did my job. I should have been a good little soldier and completed my missions. I should have died instead of dad. But... We can't go back in time and fix any of it. We can't go back and save anyone, no matter how hard we want to. We can't fight against this anymore, Cassidy. We have to be who they want us to be. We gotta give in. No matter how hard it is to try. Uh, yeah. Actually, no. I'm sorry, what? That's not going to help anyone, Dane. Valka knows better than anyone that trying to be something you're not will just lead to more pain and suffering than you can possibly imagine. Look, Valkor, there's no point doing your fake tough guy shtick anymore. We don't believe it. Hey, at least your families died proud of you. At least you have someone who loved you with every single part of their being. Not everyone is that lucky. Some of us have to hide ourselves away in fear of the fact that our families will sneer at us and scream with every step we take into their homes. Some of us had to make the decision that their family isn't their family anymore. So be proud of the fact that you had a family. Be joyous of the fact that you had someone who loved you for who you are. And understand... That's the best way to remember them and honor them is by being yourself. Not pretending to be something you're not. Now who wants to come look at this cool thing that Justin did? Hey, Cass. Yeah? Look, I'm sorry for what happened to your family. I'm sure they loved you and I'm sure that they thought you were amazing just the way you are. Don't, don't listen to any of the crap I said. Oh, don't worry, Dane, I'm not. You're an idiot. Thanks. And I'm sure your dad thinks you're going to be amazing, too. At least the one you hallucinated about does. Yeah. So, is the Dr. Phil episode over? Uh, can we get back to our regularly scheduled Asmodeus ass-kicking programming, please? Yeah, only problem with that, J-Man, is the fact that we got no idea where he is. The Spire's got one of the best cloaking devices in the entire galaxy. Well, it's a little hard to cloak a tracking device, don't you think? Wait, what? How'd you get a tracker on that thing? Well, remember when I went down to the gunner bay and you started screaming about how useless everything I was doing was? Yeah? I managed to load a tracker into one of those bad boys and send it straight onto the bottom of the spire. Asmodia shouldn't be able to find it for a few hours, so we gotta work fast. So? What's the plan? Well, clearly we're gonna need more firepower. The Deviant is good, but it ain't that good. 
So I figure, since we got two of the best WSM agents in the field with us, and the three members of the Tartarus Trio here... The Tartarus Trio? Oh, yeah, that's what they're calling me, Cass, and Valkor. They think we might have something to do with the destruction of Tartarus, so we're going to be the bait that we use to sneak back onto the WSM base and steal a few more ships. Uh, actually, hey, you do don't happen to have some kind of history with stealing ships out of there, do you? Ah, uh, yeah, possibly. <laughs> Fuck off, Frank. So we grab our ships and lead an all-out assault on the Spire. Cassidy and I will be fighting off the Starfighters on the outside while you three run in and try to take down Asmodeus. And how exactly are we supposed to do that? I, uh, I actually don't know. J- uh, Justin, you got any ideas? Alright. We know a ship that big can't just be powered by a simple engine. Most of the WSM research surmises that the ship's powered by a massive thermogenic core. All we have to do is have our big purple friend here plant a few bombs to overload the core and make a quick escape. It will be Valkor's magnum opus, the greatest explosion the galaxy has ever seen! Well, what are we waiting for? Looks like we got us a few hours to save ourselves a galaxy. Okay, dude! Oh, yep, that reminds me. If we're gonna do this, we're missing one person. Wait, what? No, why are you touching that button? No, stop, no! Frank, take this idiot and keep him as far away from my ship as possible. Thank you very much. Or I'm gonna put my non-existent boots so far up your ass that you'll shit ones and zeros for an entire wee- week. Oh, um, I'm, I'm sorry, everybody. Sorry, y'all. No problem, Liz. It's good to have you back. It's good to be back, son. Where are we going? We're going to save the galaxy. Okay, I understand that, but I need, like, a physical location. You know that, right? I can't just, like, punch in, save the galaxy to the GPS or anything. Just, uh, the WSM base. Come on, Liz, we've done this before. I don't know, Dane. We might not have the fuel to get there. What? Are you messing with me right now? I can see the fuel tank right here. It's nearly full. I don't know, Dane. Maybe the gas tank's a little upset that you replaced it with an absolute dipshit for a few hours and would like an apology. Really? That's what this is about? I'm sorry, Alyssa. I don't know. You know, it's it's really easy to say you're sorry, Dane, but it's a lot harder to prove it. Wait, what? Alyssa? Alyssa, what are you doing? Oh, come on, Dane. Wasn't this your favorite as a kid? Alyssa, stop. Alyssa, no. Tumble out of bed and stumble to the kitchen. Pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come alive. Come on, Liz. Stop this. It's crazy. Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping. No, not Valcor, too. It starts jumping with folks like Valcor on the job from nine to five. That sound insane. Working nine, nine to five. five. What a way to make a living, barely getting by. It's all taken and no giving. They just use your mind. And they they never never give you credit It's enough to drive you Crazy if you let it Nine to five Thanks, Frank For service and devotion You would think that I would deserve a fat promotion Want to move ahead But the boss won't seem to let me I swear sometimes that man is out to get me Pardon me, your lordship. 
but our scouters have discovered a WSM tracking device attached to the underside of the spire. Do you wish to have it removed? Oh no, please, Jeremy, leave it on. Look, let me tell you, if these boys want to play, I'm more than willing to oblige. This has been Deviant, a space pirate story, written by Scotty Moore and produced by the BS Network. Today's episode featured the vocal talents of Stephanie Crognola, Blake Tanner, and Scotty Moore. The moral of this week's story is, find out who you are and do it on purpose. That's a Dolly original right there. Don't forget to support the show online at Patreon, patreon.com slash a load of BS. And of course, subscribing and rating us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time, thank you as always for listening to Deviant.